0: man josh i want to ask you guys a question what's up well what would you call uh the result of two good friends one of which is going through a divorce that has taken him down the darkest path his mind has ever been through
1: shit this podcast probably
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean yes wait wait am i am i am i going through a divorce (laughs) don't answer that uh josh we have what's your guess
2: um well if it isn't the podcast i'd have to go with indiana jones and the temple of doom
0: you're right and that's what we're reviewing this week i'm chad i'm
1: matt i'm josh
0: and you're listening to episode 95 of Please to talk about this at work yeah um this is a this is some dark times i'm gonna sprinkle a little trivia here um this movie is so fucked that it is part of the reason that we have a pg-13 rating
1: yeah going uh the wife watched this with me she didn't really care for the first one but what she did say when she was watching this one she's like oh yeah this one has a totally different undertone than the first one did (laughs) yeah
0: but um so i just want to uh give a um I guess add an an addition to last week's discussion when we were talking about Netflix, and I had like a complete brain fart. Uh, what I was trying to say was that uh, with this whole, you need to log into Netflix after X amount of time at your home base with a certain IP address. I was trying to ask, is that a way for them to combat like all these VPNs that are advertising you can watch Netflix in Japan in America? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I, where my head was going. But now, uh, Josh, do you have any thoughts on this whole Netflix thing? Um,
2: could you give a bit of background because I know vaguely about it, but I don't know the details.
0: Okay, so Netflix is cracking down on password sharing. So let's say that um, I pay for Netflix, and I'm like, oh hey, Josh, you're my friend, you're my cousin, you're my family. Here's my password, so you can watch some Netflix. They're saying. Josh doesn't live in the same house as you, Chad. Therefore, you cannot share that password with him. So they're making um, instituting measures to stop you from logging in to place to, to Netflix in places that aren't your house.
2: So okay, I I share a Netflix account with my family who, who live in a different house. So if this were to go ahead, presumably that wouldn't be possible. Right. right? right uh okay my opinion is uh negative <laughs> uh no that's not i i i don't know my, my my opinion on netflix generally has deteriorated um mostly because other com- competitors have entered that space that streaming space and in my opinion do provide better value for money but netflix is um the its inventory, the films and shows you can watch in there is kind of contracted or at least the quality seems to have declined. Uh, it used to be you could find anything on there. Now it seems it's quite restricted. So I, I feel like this route they're going down might be lucrative in the short term, but it might turn people away at the same time.
0: I don't think it's going to be very lucrative in the short term because people are really quite upset about this. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think it's a good move, but I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not the CEO. He probably knows what he's doing.
1: Mm, no, no, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Time will tell. But uh, Joshua, what's going on with you, man?
1: Um,
2: yeah, not much. Which is uh, usually a good thing. Um, but what have I written in the notes? Oh, yeah. Um. I uh, I mentioned to you the other, the other day I met the um the author of American Psycho, mm-hmm.
0: uh
2: a chap called Brett Easton Um and I uh, got his book. This is a testament to the fact that I have nothing to talk about in my life. Uh, that's fine.
0: it's the it, it. light news week for us all.
2: Yeah, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um yeah. Um it's inter- it's a book. So he said he was he's always wanted to write this book because it's it's not really a novel. It's actually a true story about him growing up as like a cocaine adult teenager in California. Um, and, um, you know, the, the California was kind of beset by all these serial killers, all these weird cults that were happening at the same time. Um, so he's, he, he wanted to write a book about his experiences with that. But every time he tried to do it, he'd have like a panic attack. So we're never, never able to do it. And then we finally got around to doing it during COVID. So um, yeah, it's us talk about that. I've only just started, so I can't really tell you anything. Okay. But uh, no, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I brought, I brought it up. Yeah. I need to finish it before I can say anything concrete. So by the next, by the next podcast, I'll be halfway through. I'm sure. <laughs>
0: it. it's, it's long,
2: you guys can see it. It's really big. That's
0: thick. Oh yeah,
1: that's like a that's like a textbook,
0: right? Huge, yeah. <laughs> Gonna test you on his his childhood. So, what was I doing in December of nineteen ninety three?
2: I mean, I, I'm surprised to hear this because he's on drugs for the whole thing. Okay.
0: <laughs> Just telling you about yeah. his like his his thoughts. says, hmm?
1: "Did you?" I'm saying, speaking of books, did you ever finish that uh, time travel coffee shop mm-hmm. book?
0: No, I I said I was giving it up. It it back at the library.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> Okay. Time travel coffee
1: shop.
0: Um before the coffee gets cold.
2: Oh, the Japanese one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing that's Matt's recommendation.
0: No, no. Oh, no.
1: It, it was, Sorry, he that found was Zoom
2: Presumptuous and- of me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop being racist. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: it wasn't it wasn't for me. But I'm not saying it was a bad book, it just wasn't for me.
2: Yeah, I think when it was a play originally, wasn't it? Say that again. I think it was a play and then it uh they turned it into a novel. Is that right?
0: I, I, I'm not sure about that. I just know that it it was originally written in Japanese and it was translated, but I, I don't know like any more of the origins. That could be true, mm-hmm. but I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's often the case with Japanese books because the language is so different. It, it Feels a bit stilted when they translate into English.
0: It was so. My thing was like, it was multiple stories about the cafe in the book, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do this. I just want one story about the cafe, just one.
2: But you're getting your money's worth. You're getting loads of stories. (laughs)
0: i paid nothing it was from the library
2: that's like you go to a, you go to a cafe for example and you order a coffee and then they bring over some scrambled eggs maybe like a, an ice cream and you're like no i don't i don't want this i just want my coffee just fair enough but you get extra food right i hear i hear you yeah i would i mean just saying i would i would eat that stuff up well, that is wow. a wild
1: that is a wild combination to go from like <laughs> coffee scrambled eggs. I ice was treat. I was just <laughs>
2: food.
1: <laughs> How did you find that book? Were you just actually like strolling through the library and it found it, or you saw it somewhere else and you went there to pick it up?
0: It's getting a lot of traction online in certain oh. spaces. Yeah, okay. it's like I like time travel stories.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, so tell us about your valentines josh yeah
2: I, I was curious uh to ask matt how much of a thing valentine's day is in japan if at all
1: um in japan it is a it's okay before valentine's day got commercial it used to be a thing called uh they have white day and white day is when girls give guys candy and chocolate and stuff like that that used to be a thing i mean excuse me still is a thing and then on valentine's day that's when the guys give girls things um but now it's gotten like you know once valentine's got popular and everything and it became like a couple Thing, then it's, it's more leaning towards that but some people still do the white day and things like that because at work when it was white day I was like "Where my candy at Where are my chocolates at but uh, a lot of them don't do it like that because if for example they do do it on white day then like the guys or vice versa the girls feel obligated to give the person who gave them something the next holiday so they don't really like that. So the younger generations are moving away from that to just the person they really care about, not just the girls give boys stuff.
2: Hmm. Okay. When is White Day?
0: Oh, it's not Look, the 14th. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's no, no, on the it's, No, it's somewhere else. Hold on. Let me see. Japanese White Day. March 14th. March, interesting. Easy enough. Yeah, yeah. One month after Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any plans. Um, because my wife's birthday is the sixteenth, so it's always going to be the same way people treat me for my birthday being a week before christmas try to merge my birthday and the christmas together i always merge valentine's and her birthday together
0: that's funny so do you do something on the 15th to like you know cut the nope. difference
1: i might just she might get a card on the 14th and then um uh, and then she gets something special on her birthday and i'm like oh it's for both right. so yeah i could tell her like i'm a. So I know damn well she don't listen to this podcast. So yeah, I'm gonna uh, so I'm taking her. I'm gonna surprise her, not on her birthday, but uh, I gave her a little small gift on her birthday, and then uh, made reservation at this fancy restaurant. You know the type that courses, and it's gonna cost multiple hundreds of dollars. Um, yes, I got. I'm gonna have that for this uh weekend. Okay,
0: that sounds well expensive, but fun. Mm-hmm. Please take pictures.
1: Oh yeah, I got this. I got this nice red shirt with this red tie. I'm about to shit on them, so I'm gonna be good. I'm definitely gonna be pictures.
0: I mean, I at the food, but okay.
1: Oh yeah, of course. You, you see my Instagram? Was so I always weird. gotta post. I always gotta post this Japanese food on uh on on the gram. Yeah. But speaking of uh Japanese food, um, I have a question for you guys because I was talking to my coworkers about. Um, different foods and things like that I was like there hasn't really been anything in Japan that was like out of the ordinary that was like no I'm not going to eat I'm the type of person to where all right I'll try it once so like I've tried like uh, alligator when I was in Texas I've tried um, uh, frog legs I've tried uh, cow tongues and things like that so uh, and uh, I was saying, like, I want to go to Australia because I love, I always wanted to visit Australia. And also, so I'll I I try some kangaroo if I was there. So, they were getting, like, they were like, oh, what? They eat kangaroo there and, like, getting, like, not offended, but shocked. It's, and the, I was it's like, the
0: country's, na- it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's, it's on the flag, right? It's, like, it's right. their national Probably.
1: animal. <laughs> or so would I that be the, was- the koala? Ooh. I think kangaroos more 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 associated with Australia than a koala.
0: I was gonna say, don't eat a koala. Cool. That feels wrong.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> <'cause laughs> they're so familiar, cute. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, just like how it's normal for them. Just like how if I was like, hey, in Japan, I'm eating horse tongues to so other people, that'd be like, that's crazy. But that's normal for you guys, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, so I asked them to name me something that. I will be appalled to eat that like Japanese people eat normal. Now, before I get to that answer, I'm glad we have Josh here. So Josh, so say if I was coming to London and what is something that you guys eat there that's normal for you guys that an outsider would be like, oh my God, that's crazy. I can't believe they eat that.
2: Well, London specifically, it used to be the case that people would eat jellied eels. That, that's quite, that's yeah. like a specialty, but no one eats that anymore. I've never had one. Uh, oh, for, for the UK generally, and I mentioned uh, before the podcast, uh, haggis, which is a Scottish kind of... Uh, I, I don't know how you describe it, but a mixture of lung and heart and blood and stomach. Um, Sounds appetizing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had some for breakfast. Uh, black pudding, being a sausage made from blood. Um. Although, interestingly, we we used to get kangaroo curry at school on Australia Day. Really? What is it? Kangaroo curry.
1: Oh, kangaroo curry?
2: Yeah, I never had it. Uh, My friend had it. I remember it was dinner. We had dinner at school, and the options were kangaroo and haggis, (laughs) weirdly (laughs) enough. (laughs) (laughs) And... (laughs) sorry this is a bit, bit of a tangent but we, we were going to this uh, debating challenge afterwards at another school and he had the kangaroo and me and my other friend we had the haggis and he, he said to us you're definitely going to get sick if you get the haggis the sick yeah I was... <laughs> so we had the haggis and then we went to the debating challenge he he was the one doing the speech and we were just there for kind of support halfway through the uh his speech uh, he suddenly goes, sorry, I'm going to be sick, and then vomits everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all over the front view of the audience. It was, oh, it's it.
0: I
1: don't want to try the kangaroo now. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, he, sir, I mean you, you just have to have a specific kind of palate, that's all.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I mean, I... I, I asked him what it tasted, what it tasted like, and he said he couldn't remember. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, you should definitely try that.
1: Yeah, uh, was, um, oh no, sorry. Oh, go
2: ahead. Oh no, I was just trying to think about any other food that you might find strange um, in the UK. I don't, I don't think so, to be honest. Um, uh, no, um, no, I'll have a think about it. I'll
1: have to think about it. Chad, have you, uh, any, anything you ever ate, any of the places you've been that might sound crazy to our listeners? Uh,
0: yeah. So we were talking about it before we hit record. I've had haggis, which is like sheep stomach and other parts. And it's n- because of the way that the FDA is set up, it's not legal to consume it in the U S because it doesn't meet all of our food standards. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty wild uh, when we went to Scotland in 2018 or 19, something like that.
1: Okay. Because uh, my coworkers brought up, they eat a name. Uh, I'm not even going to try to uh, pronounce it in Japanese, but it, it basically comes out to Japanese ice fish. And the thing is, because the it's alive, you eat it alive. It's like little minnow, small fish that's in like a little cup and they're alive with like soy sauce or soup and you don't chew it. You just basically swallow it down. I've never ate anything alive, alive. So this is the first thing to thought where I'm about to take a pause on this one. But I realized that the season that has come, that is in is in March. So for the listeners and the viewers on YouTube, I will record this and eat this for your enjoyment would you guys ever eat anything alive
0: i mean i don't like the idea of like swallowing something alive because mm-hmm. i even if it's not i feel like my brain is going to tell me that it's crawling in my stomach mm. even though okay. i'm sure the stomach acid would kill it hmm
1: yeah. All right. Well, then I do too. First time I'll I'll swallow it. Second time I'll chew it to see how it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a cheese they have in a, I think it's Corsica, Um and basically they ferment it by putting live maggots in it, and they just eat it basically. And then you you eat the cheese with the maggots still in it.
1: Mm, yeah, that's gonna be a no for me. I I can't yeah, see myself eating it. a maggot. <laughs>
0: yeah hard pass (laughs) um matt you saw a movie this week also
1: yes i had a chance to check out empire of light um it's a movie um go ahead
0: that's not a that's not a movie i would think that you will like
1: and why you say that
0: i haven't seen it but based off the trailers it feels more art house
1: Yeah, I don't know why I watched it. It was like, oh, it's about a movie theater and an old lady. I was like, this should be some nice movie. Looks like they might be in a relationship. So I was like, let me check this out. So um, it was good. Um, It's basically about this older woman played by Olivia Coleman. She works at a movie theater. This is in London in like the 1980s. Um, And then a a black kid played by Michael Ward cub starts working and then he she sees him um, being experienced in racism um and stuff like that and they basically have a sexual relationship but then she's like bipolar and I don't want to say chaos assures things happen the progressive storyline um but back to what you said it did make it kind of seem more like rt and about like the golden era of cinema and things where i kind of feel like they missed a mark on that but um it's definitely not a bad movie um i'm gonna say it's great but it's a good movie um yeah it was very good acting between all parties it was just something i saw and i was like let me check this out so um recommendation yeah i'll recommend for people to watch it
0: okay um, I had a light week also. um, I, I caught the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, um, Knock at the Cabin. Okay. Um, it was okay. Um, as of late, it seems like M. Night Shyamalan has been on a bit of a resurgence. Um, In my opinion, maybe four or five, five six years ago when he did The Visit, he did a found footage movie about uh, two kids that visit their grandparents. Mm -hmm. And it was like M. Night back, you know, back on form. And then after that, he did um, Split, which was excellent. I didn't catch Glass or Old, but, you know, based off the trailers, they had like Batista, it had uh, um, Ron from Harry Potter in it, in this new one. And so I'm like, okay. And for the first, like, maybe 30-ish minutes, I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is like a five out of five here. Like we're clicking on all cylinders. This is amazing. But the movie's just an hour and 43 minutes long. But I feel like we got to the point well before that. And so I'm just like, it feels like we're spinning our wheels here. And like, this would have been like an interesting, like Black Mirror episode or something. Well, I mean, I I use that just because at this point it's a catch all. But like a Twilight Zone, Outer Limits, one of those kind of science fiction-y shows, you know. Mm-hmm. like where we can wrap this up in like 45 to 50 minutes and just call it a day
1: so let me ask you a question um will you be able to do it Would you better kill okay you
0: to so kill? I, i'll watch the okay i'll, I'll give uh, um some information so basically four people come to this gay couple's home uh not home their um their rental cabin with their daughter and they're like hey one of you needs to kill um somebody else in the group to say to literally save the world and it it starts off with some interesting ideas it's like if if some people came to you saying that like most likely you aren't going to believe them because that sounds fucking ridiculous But, like, slowly there's more and more evidence that maybe they are telling the truth. Like, I feel like, yes, but I'm not going to do it initially. And I would obviously need proof before I kill someone or I allow, I am down with somebody killing me.
2: Mm -hmm. Is it convincing the, I guess, the conclusion they come to without spoiling it, but like based on the evidence they have?
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's thought, I mean, this is this, this movie is based off a book, so I feel like some of the groundwork was done for him. But, like, it has some good, like, count, uh, what, what's the word? Basically, they don't just take it for face value. Characters are questioning things. It's like, okay, if this is your proof, what if X, Y, Z... So basically, they're like, hey, you know, these plagues are going to happen. And so they turn the TV on and then they show them like proof of it happening. And one of the characters is like, okay, but they've been talking about this hurricane for like several hours. Who's to say you guys just didn't see this and then come here and then turn the TV on and this is still happening, you know? like so they're questioning the events as it's happening and so like i feel like it's kind of balanced
2: yeah
1: the, the only question i have i have for you is if you want to edit this out to get rid of the spoilers or whatever but all right, the only question i have is if this is po- this is real right cuz we saw everything that happened each time each person died and things like that but the point i didn't understand was the guy who attacked the gate that got the one of the guys he mm-hmm. knew so the question i asked how did this play what was the point of that then if, if like they were telling the truth we seen it they die uh more stuff happened what was the point of that guy actually knowing them
0: it was to throw more doubt into the situation
1: okay so to really play a part it didn't actually have to play a part further in the story just that give us oh it can maybe it is true maybe they are faking it type of thing
0: right I mean, it does have a part to play because it's like, if somebody came to you with this crazy story, would you believe it? And it's just like little things that like make it so that maybe this person is full of shit. These people are full of shit.
1: Mm. Gotcha. And I love me some Batista.
0: Yeah, he's he's really he's an excellent actor. Um so you mentioned it earlier. I made you watch Harley Quinn, a very problematic Valentine's Day special. And um, Josh, since you've never seen any episodes of the show, what what were your thoughts on it?
2: Um Yeah, I didn't I don't really know what to expect going in. Um I'm I'm only familiar with Harley Quinn as the as Joker's kind of girlfriend. Uh I've never seen her in that kind of comic context uh which is what this pro, uh, this cartoon is um so I, w- I wasn't kind of prepared for a a um kind of more adult swim kind of comic show sort of uh comedy uh it, it was entertaining i didn't i didn't necessarily find it funny uh but it was it was gonna say pleasant to watch is definitely not the right term especially at the end when he's uh the beefed up bane is walking around copulating the skyscrapers oh, um, bang. <laughs> but um yeah no yeah, it, was, it was uh it was um again the wrong word inoffensive but you get the, you get the idea
0: <laughs> yes uh matt have are you caught up on this on the show
1: Okay, so I wasn't. Um, but then I was like, I realized it was the last episode. I was like, well, then, then how... Because I know I watched the beginning of season three, but I was like, how far in, into it was? it was? I was like, the last episode i seen was like episode five. So then I finished it, all of them, the rest of them, to get to the final, and then I watched it.
0: So how was it with all that? Well, I mean, you didn't really need a lot of context, but how was that?
1: Um... It was fine. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't surprise me. It's like, it's that stuff like that has been the tone of the, the season since day one. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I was surprised was that uh, our Abbott elementary listeners would know that uh, Hawkeye Hawkman was his name. Mm-hmm.
0: Hawkman, Hawkman Hawk was girl. played,
1: was played by uh, everybody hates Chris and Quinto. <laughs> that was their voices. Uh, but no, I enjoyed it for what it's worth. Uh, it's just another thing that happens in this series. Because <laughs> <laughs> just like like Josh says, it's that's what this whole the sexual stuff, the uh, that's what this is. This is just what uh, Velma should have been like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, man. Spoilers.
1: Uh, sorry. <laughs> what do you think uh, yeah. about it, Chad? So
0: I thought it was okay. I only saw the first. I only got up to episode two of season three, and so when it opened, and then like they were showing like where the characters were, specifically Bruce Wayne. I was like, oh, what did I miss here? <laughs> oh
1: yeah, I guess. Wait, wait, should we? Um, can you give a quick backstory or what this what this episode is about? Because I know we're talking about bits and pieces but just for the audience to give them a general idea what this episode was about
0: yeah so in this episode so by this point in the series harley quinn and poison ivy are dating and so it's their first valentines as a couple and harley wants to give um poison ivy the best valentines she's ever had and this kind of goes to how um um part of this is harley's personality but part of this is because like the trauma that she experienced with the joker she she really wants to she's a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and so she goes out of her way to have like you know create like such an elaborate um uh uh, valentine's day for ivy and she's like oh yeah this is the best one i've ever had thank you i love you and she deduces that she's lying and so she goes well yeah
1: that because she said not the best. she said this is very this is a very good Valentine's Day,
0: yeah, yeah. So she, she wouldn't she's
1: say
0: like, best. it's <laughs> like, why isn't this the best? Um, so Harley gets like a um basically a potion to um give Ivy the best sex that she's ever had. And as a result, like Ivy is like a plant lady. And so she started to, she released spores that affected like everybody in town and they um they couldn't stop having sex with each other and so everybody the, was horny <laughs> the problem was bane he um for reasons he became giant and also really horny and so he's just trying to literally fuck everything And so they had to figure out how to stop that so that that's the gist of it it overall just saying that that was fine the beast story with Clayface, that was fine. Uh, what I actually didn't care for, which I thought I would like, was the cutaways to the various couples telling like their love story. Mm-hmm. Because like even they mention it like it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And like they are right. like, we need to fill time. And I thought the episode was going to be the like it opened with Superman and Lois telling their story. And I thought it was gonna cut away to like a date of theirs or something like you know we get like a few minutes like a cutaway to like oh here's them on a date how do they react and stuff and but no it's just them talking to the camera and then on with the show and i feel like it was a waste of quinta and everybody hates chris and i hope that some at some point down the line they appear in that episode proper
1: right that's another like a lot of those characters was like the first time these characters have been on screen and then they just did this little interview
0: session that was it yeah but yeah okay so we're gonna do like a a bit of a sandwich here so that was that was decent uh let's talk about some shit let's get this out the way so did you finish Velma Matt
1: yes I did
0: and did did you watch any of it um Josh have Uh, you seen any of it uh, I should say
2: I've been told not to see it as
0: well it's it's not a good time (laughs) no it's not Okay, it's so spoilers is is, is two, Fred's isn't? mom, huh?
2: It's been greenlit for a season two, isn't
0: it? Yeah, and we kind of speculated that they probably initially got uh, greenlit for twenty episodes, and so they just split those twenty into like two seasons. Ah. Yeah,
2: okay.
0: Because I wouldn't be surprised if season two comes out like in June or something like that, because it's like done. Hmm. But but yeah, spoilers. The the killer is Fred's mom. Because yeah. don't watch this show.
1: Yes. And I was like, yeah. Uh, speaking of last episode was like, we watched this shit so you don't have to. I went on there and I was like, let me see if I can trademark this. And then I went on there to look through the process of how to trademark this. It was like $300 for an application fee. I was like, nah, it's okay. They can keep that. Anybody can use it if they want to.
0: Right. <laughs> what, what did you just say?
1: It's $300 for the application fee to try to trademark something.
0: Oh, (laughs) I feel like that's such a like general term, but you know we we should get our lawyers on people that anybody that says our words. So I agree.
1: Hey man, we got we got to get this merch. We got to get this merch out. I mean, uh, we got to start selling things.
0: Yeah, it's I I wanted to like this show, but it's just like, what was this writing?
1: Oh, that's what I meant to do. Talk some on yourselves. Do you know the writer for this?
0: Mindy Kaling. No. Uh, The writer of the episode?
1: No, the writer of the show.
0: Is it not? I thought it was Mindy Kaling.
1: No, and apparently she's just an executive producer. So I know um, we were uh, shitting on uh, giving uh, Mindy this this hatred, Mm -hmm. and I want to give it to the right person.
0: Well, the problem is she's the face of the show, so that's why she's getting the hate.
1: Charlie Grandy. There we go. Charlie Grandy. Is, I don't wanna uh just give, I'm gonna give this hate to uh everybody involved. So Mandy, yes, but also Charlie Grandy. G-R-A-N-D-Y.
0: Okay. Why are you why are you spelling his name? Like you want you why why are you spelling how to 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 find him?
1: Because I want, I want our 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 beehive to go attack him on social media. Don't
0: do, not do that. We do not condone that. We do not condone that.
1: Oh uh, yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and then let's let's talk about some some good good. Are you watching The Last of Us, Josh?
2: Uh, I'm the only person who isn't. Mm-hmm. But I've been told because you're, you.
0: you're an Xbox person. Uh, well, yeah, I guess that's probably the reason why.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No I'll
0: probably get around to it <laughs> all right so it was good. uh it's quite good um so it was um it's kind of nice this was a two part episode, and uh we got the episodes a little sooner than normal because they aired the fifth episode before uh on uh, this past Friday to um uh, not compete with the super Bowl sorry but, um what did you think of these two episodes, Matt? Episodes four and five.
1: Five was amazing. I love five. Uh five was five took me back to the game. Five to like uh four explained some things about Henry and the backstory and like some stuff I remember from the game, some stuff I don't. Good storytelling. But five, it was where it was at. Like everything about five, from well, we'll get into that, but I love five. Uh, all of the monsters, the Joel. I remember the part in the game where Joel was in the house and he had to protect Ellie with a sniper rifle. Um, I loved. I loved. Uh, I loved everything about five. Five was a great episode.
0: I I liked it. I, I, I liked them both as well. I mean, um, I really like that actress. Uh, her name is Melanie Linsky. Um, she's popped up in a lot of stuff. And I just what her character, ca- what was character was interesting. She? she she was the 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 bad lady. Okay, okay. Um her character was interesting because she's basically a Karen that is the leader of um formerly a resistance group, now they're the winners. Uh-huh. And it's just like she's just so cruel, and it's just like if a Karen had power, would she be doing this? Of course. Yes. So I felt like she she played a role quite well. Um, It's interesting to see. So I I sent you a post yesterday about how um, watching The Last of Us at night so close to bed, like it's not good for my head, because it's just like, I'm just really thinking about it. It's like, if it goes down, I'm going to take my daughter and we're going to do our best to like survive out in these streets. And It's like you find yourself um, a quarantine zone and it's just hell on earth. It's like, what What do you do?
1: Yeah, that was uh, especially watching Five. You don't want to go, you don't want to watch that before you go to sleep. Um, okay. But, yeah. A lot of us will be dead. And a lot of us, if this happens for real, unless you hook up with a good group, it's going to be hard out here for a lot of us.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the, the show continues to like click on all cylinders. So um, I, I like have how you no... say click. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it bloats as well. Yes. Uh, I have no doubt that when that finale hits, the internet is going to be on fire.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I think playing the game has made me enjoy this more. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I I enjoy it if I didn't play the game, but it's like, you know, that Leonardo DiCaprio meme when he's sitting on the couch and he's like like this, he's points at it. Oh. Like that that's how yeah, wherever I recognize something for the game. Just like the daycare thing underneath it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I remember that. Yeah, so it's good.
0: With this making yes and no. Overall, yes, it's the same story but they are changing things as you go along.
1: Okay. Like, for example, uh, will you say that lady, like, that lady is not in the game. Um. Yeah,
0: like, like, so the episodes four and five takes place in Kansas, but in the game, and that was, like, Cincinnati or something like that, Philadelphia or something mm-hmm. like that. And, like, mm-hmm. that, that that's not what happened. Like, the, the general just, like, they got stuck in a town and they had to figure out a way to get out that's that that general thing but like the the details they change those
2: Mm, okay
0: um yeah so i guess we are really we're really doing these short episodes huh (laughs) um that takes us to this week's review of indiana jones and the temple of doom I'm a professor. I have to get back to my university. You
2: will stop at Bangkok.
1: Bangkok is not on the way to Delhi. I think that somebody believes the good luck rock from this village is one of the Laos Shankara
0: stones. There were five stones in the beginning. Over the centuries, they were dispersed by wars, sold off by thieves like you. Indiana Jones is back for another adventure, but funny enough, this is a prequel um, where he um, his his sidekick short round and new heroine Willie um, explore a palace and some fucked up cult shit is happening. but it's okay because at the end of the day they make it out. They came from off the top, y'all. so you know, sorry. um (laughs) so i i I mentioned at the top of the episode that you know this one's a lot it's pretty dark and i remember this being like my favorite of the original three at the time when i first saw these movies there were just three um i I really connected with with, uh with my little cousin because he watched it with me and he was like oh yeah short round uh, he's little like me. So, yes, I'm here for it. So that's part of the reason I liked it. But as an adult, I'm just like, what is this thin-ass, like, female character that we wrote here, guys? And this is pretty fucked up. What's happening here? It's, a, it's an interesting story. Um, I feel like some stuff was cut uh, because it's like I would have liked them to explain more stuff with that little child prince that they had brainwashed. Uh-huh. but overall it was pretty good um but yeah i didn't like it as much as i remember liking it um josh what are your thoughts
2: yeah i, I um well, hold on first of all when you say it was your favorite out of the original trilogy are you implying that the fourth one is your favorite
0: No, no no i'm saying yeah, when i first i'm saying when i first saw like yeah yeah back back way back when yeah yeah
2: just right, i just want to get that straight <laughs>
0: yeah
2: <laughs> um yeah no it's, it's it's actually my favorite as well even though a lot of people it's they don't like it as much as one and three which is fine understandable um and yeah i watched it as a kid as well i watched them all when i was very young um and yeah it, it was horrific still is horrific um like just the bit where he pulls that guy's heart out uh when the guy falls in that roller and you just see a smear of blood um and yeah it's the film that kind of made them uh introduce age ratings but even then the age rating they gave it was still like pg um (laughs) but i was watching it with alex the other other day and was like "This, this would be um we have different age ratings in the uk but i think this would be like a 15 plus at least if they had all this kind of stuff going on it because it's really dark mm-hmm. um but it's um i don't know it's, it's a it's a fun it's a fun adventure it's kind of a box ticker the atmosphere is kind of horrific but um, quite thrilling at the same time uh it's offensive in many different ways <laughs> um but despite that, I, I watched it, feeling that it wouldn't hold up, and I actually had a really good time. And um, uh, it, it, in many, in many ways, it's kind of like a, a film that's sort of that offensive wouldn't get made today. But at the same time, I felt like I hadn't watched a film this fun in a long time either, because it was kind of, it was unabashedly just, just trying to have a good time.
0: When you say offensive do you are you referring to specifically that dinner scene or yeah. other <laughs> examples?
2: Uh, mainly the dinner scene uh, I guess it is like a white savior kind of trope
0: uh, yeah, me, back that's that's gonna happen with a white um, lead, Willie, so Willie we don't well. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so in the research it was saying that they cut out a line where um, the whole dinner scene felt really off to Indiana as well and like it it, the point of that was um to showcase that something was not right in that castle
2: yeah i don't think you you would watch that and think, oh india they just eat this in india uh because everyone knows they don't eat monkey brains
0: right 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 and And that so basically a line that was cut was like um a hindu wouldn't touch meat or something like that Hmm. And to show, like, he's, he's picking up, like, this shit's not right here. I'm not sure why they cut that line, but I feel like that could have saved them a little bit of yeah, the he, uh, he, outrage.
2: He looked like he was just, like, going along with it. Like, he wasn't, it was not completely nonplussed. I them. mean, you can't make a big thing
0: if, like, you know, you don't know these people. They could, like, kill you. You, you can't, you yeah. know.
2: You
0: got to keep it low-key.
2: Also, uh,
0: he languages he speaks. He speaks,
2: he just understands everything. He speaks what well, Mandarin at the start, and then he's speaking, I think it's Sinhalese, which is a obscure Indian language that he just happens to know. yeah, and he's, yeah he,
0: he, he's learned it, Josh. He's learning.
2: This is the prequel. This is when he's young.
0: So well, is this, this takes place one year before the last one
2: Still, still, that year is <laughs> foundational in his education. That's fair.
0: Matt, what were your thoughts on this movie?
1: Um. First of all, I enjoyed this one better than the first one. I thought the first one was kind of. I'm gonna say boring. That's not the right word. I say this one is more exciting than the than the first than the first one. Uh, one thing I did catch. Did you notice the name of the bar that they the club they run? Yes, I noticed that when they were leaving. I was like, oh, look at this. They do a Star Wars stuff. But um, honestly, Willie was annoying to me. I didn't like all that screaming throughout the movie. Um, And like, I've never seen this movie all the way through. This is my first time. I've seen like clips, like the whole uh, cart rolling around scene and things like that. To me, that ran on too long. I didn't like that. That kind of drug on too long. Um, But overall... I enjoyed it. It was dark. Um, Does... Well, no, that's spoilers. But does he always have like this love-hate with his women companions? Is that the thing for Indiana Jones?
0: Um, There is some stuff in the third one that at the end of the day is kind of justified, but I'm not going to spoil that for you. But yes, that Uh, is his character.
1: Oh, okay. Because it's like this one didn't make no sense he apparently like first i thought they were him and willie was in on the gag like he they pretended like they didn't know each other when they first met and all this stuff but yeah. he really didn't know him he gets on this plane goes to this different country and then like she's hated him throughout the thing but as soon as like she takes a shower oh now they like each other and they're kissing i'm like where did this come from but i guess maybe this was just a thing down in the 80s to have you're quick to fall in love, I guess. I don't know, but uh, but I agree with you guys. Uh, I enjoy the dark stuff. Short round. I like him. Um, I like him even more now with uh, the <laughs> actor. Now <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate him more now. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see uh, the rest of this. Hopefully, as so far the second one has been better than the first one. Hopefully the third one would be better than this one. Um, and the only thing I know about the third one is just that's the one where like he has to pick a cup or something. And yeah, if you yeah. drink out a raw cup, something happens. So that's that's all I know about the third one. Did
0: your son watch this movie?
1: He started to. He was up into it until they got to India. Like once. All right. Now I'm thinking about it. I, I If I was a kid, I would have felt the same way. The whole plane thing and then what we're gonna do, we are just gonna hop out of a raft from a plane and just hit the hit the hit the snow. And then plus, you know, I know this was like what 84, 85-ish. So you can see the background ain't real. And then they 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 couldn't leave well enough alone. They could have just hit the snow, slid safely, continue on the journey. But of course, no, you hit the snow from a plane. Now you gotta go off a cliff to hit the water and we're still safe and no problem, that's when he was like, yeah, this ain't it. And then he left. But before that, he did like Short Round though.
0: Yeah, that's... Yeah, I was just curious, like, you know, as a young man, uh, (laughs) what his thoughts were on it.
1: Because he was like, when I say, I was like, when I watch this movie, he's like, what movie? And I was like, just watch it. And then once it started, I was like, he was like, they said his name. He was like, oh, that's Indiana Jones? So the kids
0: has heard of the, these, these people. Oh, these I mean, because the, um, the new one's about to drop.
1: Right. So as one thing I was thinking about this, I was like, how come they never made an Indiana Jones video game? I think that would be good. So then I was like, hold on, before I say this, let me look this up. <laughs> so apparently there's been a lot. And yeah. apparently, but but nothing recently as far as, like, the newest ones are Lego Indiana Jones. But what I was thinking more of a Tomb Raider, Uncharted type of thing like that, the last thing I read was, like, a PS3 version of an yeah. Indiana Jones. But I thought a, a good Indiana Jones video game would be pretty good to play. There was um,
2: The Emperor's Tomb back in the early 2000s which is a I bit think like that's what right? he's talking
0: about but okay PS2 PS3 yeah there um, was one like that so you know microsoft is acquiring all these studios and i think but that's the right
1: i didn't know that but okay
0: um right, but one some of some studio that they acquired or are attempting to acquire right now was working on a indiana jones game and it's going to be xbox and playstation but since Microsoft owns them or is in the process of owning them, it's going to be Xbox only. So this year or next year? Probably next year.
1: Okay.
0: A new indie a, game.
1: Right. So I'm just figuring like as as a pop culture icon as Indiana Jones, I would have figured that would have been like as many times they throw out a Spider-Man game, that should be throwing out an Indiana Jones game. Mm.
0: No, I agree. I mean, it's... At this point, though, it... um, Like, what would be the point of that, like, since we have Uncharted and um, Tomb Raider and stuff, you
1: know? The, the, the name brand. People flock the stuff for the, for the name brand.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: I mean, but also, like, what? When did the third one come out? 80... I want to assume, what? 89. Late 80s?
0: 89.
1: Right. So then, in the, the newest one, they come out to, what, 2000
0: seven eight something what... like that
1: right so it's like the games when the version of the game i'm thinking of it would need a newer concept for it to work with i mean i guess they could have just make one and just base it off like temple of doom or something like
0: that no people but... don't want it. people people want other adventures like there were like plenty of books that they could you know uh base a game off of or a whole original concept like
1: wait this is based know. off a book
0: no 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 no. i'm saying they 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 wrote books
1: oh okay okay
0: like something i i get it like harrison ford was like super busy in the 90s but it had been super cool to have um some indiana jones movies in the 90s where like you know the 80s movies they were like before the war and so Mm -hmm. like maybe an adventure like during the war because um if correct me if i'm wrong josh um the fourth movie that takes place um uh, in the 60s or the 50s?
2: Uh either or it's in the cold war. I
0: Yeah. So let's just say 50s. Cause like this uh this latest one is coming out this year is gonna be in the 70s. So it's like kind of moving with him with his age. And so mm-hmm. it would have been really neat to see him like doing doing some stuff during World War II.
1: Before watching this, I didn't know it was a prequel so um you're probably giving my you're probably going to give this information for the trivia dump but do you know why they did it a, a prequel after the first he, one
0: so at the end of the first one he was with marion and so mm-hmm. they were like okay we don't really want to bring her back nothing against her but we want like each story to be self-contained and so they didn't want to go through the the um the, the whole oh they broke up so this just happened before that movie.
1: Or they yeah, could have just did a movie without her.
0: What do you say, Josh?
2: Well, then the question is, why is he not with Willie? And Raiders of the Lost Ark?
0: But they ain't none of making a third one, all right? They just boom, boom, boom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, they could have just said, oh, she's on vacation or something. They just kept it moving.
0: Or like, just not mention her, but, you know. yeah. 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 But all right, um, what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes is on this movie?
1: I'm gonna say hi for a Indiana Jones, and honestly, this is probably the first Indiana Jones, you know, Temple of Doom. So I'm gonna go with
2: an 83. I was thinking 83. I'm gonna go 86.
0: Uh, Matt, you're right on the money, 83%. Really? 71 reviews, Yep. Hmm. That's interesting, you, that. you guys, that osmosis there. Uh, the audience score was 80,
1: 82%. I know this was 84 but I was thinking, all right, y'all need to go ahead and uh, upgrade these special effects real quick for me because I think, I mean, me watching it today for the first time, I get it. It was eighty four, but
0: as, as much work uh, as they put into Star Wars,
1: put yeah, puts some, up, make something better. Man, I was like, I get it. Y'all didn't have it then. Y'all have it now. Make it for so my son can be like, he won't be like that. He'd be like, oh wow.
0: I wonder if that's Spielberg that stopped that, because you know, I, I actually we'll, we'll get into it right now. So I learned this from TikTok. Uh, so, as I mentioned at the top of the show, George Lucas was going through a terrible divorce from his wife during this and um it's gone it's been it, it's a' it's, an, it, it's been uh, fairly well known that the reason the first Star wars movie uh technically was as good as it was when I say technically, I mean the editing and all that stuff was as good as it was was because of his wife at the time. Like, the mm. like the first cut of the movie was really rough, and she really took charge with the editing to make it what it is now. As a result, in their divorce settlement, she gets residuals on that movie.
2: Mm.
0: What he did was, with the special editions in the 90s, he changed so much with those effects and new scenes and stuff, that technically, that's not the same movie so that he wouldn't have to give her residuals
1: did he do that on purpose
0: yes that's what i'm saying that's why he that's yeah he did want to clean it up and stuff but also star wars makes a lot of fucking money and he's right, like right. fuck
1: her damn but visually it's probably looking nice though
0: yeah i mean you no, know, he kind of overdid it though honestly if you have you yeah you've seen those special editions like it's a little too CGI.
1: See, I don't know because I've never seen the I don't I don't know which version I watched.
0: You can you can tell too much CGI. You don't you don't need the oh well then,
1: well then no I watched the original original there because those are ones like mm, 80. I don't know what it came out, but <laughs> this
0: this this puppet man. Yes. But all right. Um uh, but yeah, so I'm thinking maybe Spielberg was like, hey man, like don't don't do that to Indiana Jones. <laughs> all right right, so um of the following which was not a filming location for temple of doom a india b sri lanka c china or d england which was not a filming location china um yeah i'm
1: gonna go with china as
2: well
0: I see that. Uh, safety in numbers. <laughs> it was India. India was not having that shit in the script.
1: Uh, I figure, you know, China would probably be like, nah, you can't film nothing here. Okay.
0: Nah, they let them film some stuff. They wanted to film a scene on the Great Wall of China, but they was like too far. Too far. Oh. Uh, okay um so s- trivia dump uh, steven spielberg said that he did not enjoy this movie as much as the rest of the indiana jones films but said that it was a great experience for him because he met his future wife kate capshaw or willie during the production
1: oh wow did not know that
0: yeah um for the bug chamber scene kate capshaw uh was actually covered with over two thousand insects um, so that wasn't oh. that wasn't fun filming for her.
1: I thought that shit was fake. Like when they kept showing the wig, the blonde wig in the back, and they had bugs. I kept thinking, ah, I know that's not her there, but I guess I was wrong.
0: Um, the chilled monkey brains were made from custard and raspberry sauce, mm. and I throw this one out. In 1984, Kate Capshaw appeared on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson to promote Temple of Doom. Right after she promoted the film and did her interview with Johnny, Siskel and Ebert came on and did the roundup of recent films playing. They both slammed Kate Capshaw's performance in Temple of Doom, calling it wimpy and whiny. Uh, Capshaw replied, please don't talk about me like I'm not here. Keep her
1: name out your mouth. (laughs) <laughs> but also all these years later, 30 some years later, I agree with the her character was whiny a lot. It was, it was, I get it for certain scenes like the bug and everything. who like the whole you just jumped out of a plane and everything else like that, but then you're gonna complain about I don't like being wet. It was just like it was too much. That's the script's fault, though, surely. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, 100 percent Yeah. I blame it on the script. They made her too.
0: I mean, but they were in like a whole "fuck women" mode, which I'm not saying it's okay.
1: Right, right. I get it. There was, I mean, just like now, um, you're not going to see that now, for the better. I, I believe she can be independent on her own and everything, but she did get a punch in one time when she when they was riding a cart. She got one punch that, in.
0: That is true. That's true. They gave her, they gave her a small crumb. <laughs> all right um thank you it was fun as always catching up with you josh and you pleasure to be here yeah is there anything you want to promote before we get on out of here
2: um it's world peace
0: mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so thank you for listening please rate like and review our podcast on your platform of choice if you have any feedback, please email us at weastotalkpod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at We used to Talk Pod. Follow me on Letterboxd at BOW1213 and Matt at Mr. King0257. Um, come back next week when we review the Apple TV Plus um, original sharper.
1: And like always, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.